Hello, everyone. I am KOW News Radio's Greg Orlandini. This is the Philly Soccer Show. And I am Mike Servideo from Philly Soccer Page. Mike Servideo back, back. back in the co host seat. And we got a lot to talk about. We got Philadelphia Union. Of course, we got the World Cup. A lot of surprises, a lot of ups and downs. And we got your questions from Twitter we're going to get to. So let's let, do it. Let's get to <laughs> it. Back in the hot seat is uh, Mike Servideo. I want to say. Didn't really do it too much before, but I want to say congratulations on your nuptials. Congratulations yes. on your honeymoon. Looks like you had a wonderful time. I and did have a lovely time. I, <laughs> I almost wish I would have stayed in France. Don't we all? And well, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's great to have you back. Matt DeGeorge did a yeoman's job. Uh, he, to- he told me all in. about it when I saw him at the Union game on yeah, Saturday. He told in. me how difficult it is to fill my shoes, and it's, I understand that pain. And you know how much of a taskmaster I can be. And, <laughs> And actually, Matt's heading out to uh, L.A. I think he's going to cover yes, the is. game uh, think, uh, out there. Uh, him and a Dave Zeitlin road trip or wow. plane trip. That, that, oh, man, to be a fly on the wall for that. Mm, I don't you know. know that's, Maybe that's they should do their own podcast. That is, that is some exciting stuff. Uh, <laughs> but I digress. But as we just said, before we hit the crack the mics open, a lot to talk about. We got Union. We got World Cup. Uh, we got all kinds of storylines. And also, I have your questions Faithful listeners, your questions from Twitter. I guess it, least... it was some of the least depressing things I read on Twitter today. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't know where we'll get started. Let's, let's talk a little World Cup first. All right. That's, uh, a, that's a thing that's happening. Germany, out. Out. Yeah. O-U-T, out. And before the tournament, just kind of go over my head who I liked, who I didn't like, I, I kind of picked Brazil to go all the way just because I thought they were going to play a little chip on their shoulder. They had to make up for 2014. You know, Neymar was getting his health together. I, I, you know, I kind of I liked Brazil. A lot of people were, you know, shouting for Germany. And I picked I, Germany. I just felt <laughs> like they were starting to down side of their cycle. And we well, can confirm that, that that's true. That is, I didn't think it was this. I didn't think they were going to fall off a cliff. I thought it was yeah. kind of a nice gentle grade downward. They dropped right off a cliff, though. Yeah. Uh, they did, uh, you know, and I said to you before we started, I thought that they uh, they really struggled to break Mexico down. Uh, they they were lucky to score in the game against Sweden a, a little bit. I mean, not yeah. to take anything away from that finish, it was terrific. It was amazing. But uh, they they struggled to break South Korea down for the whole game today, and it, it came back to haunt them when they when South Korea scored it, at the it, very end. It, and just watching the Mexico game in the first ten minutes, I figured out what Mexico was doing. I mean, they were, you know, they were. Hitting you on the counterattack, running past your fullbacks, and just you know, run a rough shot in your through your midfield. And you know, I'm no Yokum Love, low, but you know, you, you pull back your fullbacks a little bit, maybe you drop a guy in the midfield, you cut that right off. And they yeah, never did it. They never did it. And they were, they were, and you said this before we started, they were lucky that Mexico didn't score three because oh, yeah. they could have very easily. Oh, if Mexico, you know, if they, Mexico didn't go. As conservative as they did in the second half, or they were a little more clinical up front, yeah, that could have been easily three. But I, I was shocked watching Germany for three three games in this tournament to see just how uncreative they were going forward. Yeah, they, there, they, there was no plan of attack. Every there was there was twenty, you know, seven or eight guys within the twenty five yards of the opponent's goal, passing around. Yeah, they just just struggled for ideas. Yeah, and, they really did. And which which is kind of amazing when you think about it. Yeah, with, with the talent that they had. Yeah, and, and you have to think maybe the the selection gets looked at a little bit too. I mean, they they left a couple of really good players at yeah. home. Yeah, uh, and for reasons I, I I can't figure out, they did have some injuries, and it, it's 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 just I didn't think that it would go down like this. I thought maybe they go out in the round of sixteen, but. 
Yeah, I, like I said, I picked him to win the tournament. <laughs> uh, I, I was struggling to pick who I thought would be the winner. I just thought that the German machine mentality would at least take them All towards right. the end, and they knew would, they would know how to finish it off. But uh, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm I'm going to stick with Brazil, but I'm kind of leaning towards France. Yeah, you said that. Just because I feel like they know how to get results. I mean, they haven't played, they haven't had great performances yet, but they're getting results. And, yeah. and you know, that nil-nil with Denmark, not with Sam, because neither team had anything. They just went out there and yeah, kind of rolled. I mean, I, they, I, it was just a kick around. I thought that they were they were lucky to beat Australia in the first game. I thought Australia put in a really good shift yeah. that game, and, and uh, France pulled pulled through with the goal in the end. Um, who was it? The second game was... Uh, the second game, uh, <laughs> yeah, against a team, and yeah, the game against Denmark was, yeah, and the game against Denmark was just a just a kickabout, yeah. Uh, so, so I, I feel like they can uh, just get results, yeah. You know, Are they, they're playing Portugal in the next. next yeah, let's check that out. Uh, I think so. Round of six is it Spain Russia? I hope Spain scores eight on Russia. <laughs> um, yeah, they kind of got do. exposed. I hope they do. Um, they beat Peru one 0 in that second game. Peru and right, Peru played so well in that. Second yeah, you feel bad. I feel bad for Peru because they're yeah, very, they play, they were they're very brave. They, yeah, they, they were. they're very brave. Yeah, they they, were, they, they, they were just unlucky. They just couldn't score. Yeah, uh, and it's France Argentina in the oh, France Argentina, France, which is going to be interesting. That's a great game. Uh, just Argentina is a team that hasn't really gotten going yet either. Yeah, Argentina was on the mat. Yeah. I thought I thought they were in real. You know, they were in real trouble not getting through and. They found the little extra yeah. <laughs> to to get through, which was pretty amazing. How many how many high profile opportunities has uh, Higuain missed in his career for Argentina? Oh, it's amazing! It's, it's it's a, just the number must be out, outstanding. And you know, I, was, I felt bad for Peru. I felt, I felt bad for Nigeria because I thought they put yeah they put, they, they put well. the they, they were, put the work in. And you know, I I I think some calls went against them too. I think mm-hmm. that they they have a, a right to feel aggrieved. And I was listening. I think uh, I was on one of the satellite radio channels that they were maybe a little tactically naive. I think they, in some places they could have, you know, bunkered, but they were still playing their game. And yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you can make that point. And, but you know, they, they, they have a lot of talent. I think they have a lot of young talent. They do. They do. They're hanging around. They'll yeah, be around. Yeah, I think they should. They should, they should um, be one of the stronger African, African teams yeah. in the next eight Senegal's years. entertaining me. Like I said, I yeah. think they, um, they make teams make mistakes. And then they pounce on them, which is kind of fun. Uh, Brazil's starting to feel it, I think. So Brazil's kind of getting it together at the right time. So this round of sixteen is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's there should be some really entertaining matches. You know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how some of these groups conclude. You know, I think that England Belgium game, I think, will be. Uh, I think they're two gonna... teams just passing around. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't I th- know if anybody wants to win that group. <laughs> Yeah, but I think there there are also two teams that kind of want to prove something a little bit. Yeah. So maybe they want to go out there and kind of test themselves against each other. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, with with something to play for, I would I would be super enticed by that. Right, game. right, right. And what I've, a, I've been impressed by the Belgians. They, they, you know, and I always feel like they're they're the team that's about to be good. Yeah. And it's, they're always kind of on the edge of that. So maybe they put it together in this tournament and make a really good run. Yeah. Uh, England's been shockingly fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed watching them beat up on Panama the other yeah, day. Yeah. And I don't, I, I I don't think, really have any special love for Panama. So <laughs> you know, get from a union man, Gabriel Gomez, man, you know, nothing for him. I, I, I really, I'm one of those people that struggles to root for the other CONCACAF teams. 
Uh, yeah. I, was, I wasn't rooting for Mexico. I'm still not rooting for Mexico. Yeah. I, I, I don't root for Panama. When I was a kid, and like, I like tolerate when National Team American League actually National League American League actually meant something. Like when I was young, I used to root like in the World Series. Always, almost always root for the National League team. Now, but the with Concacaf, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I think it, it, it. You know, if they do well, it helps the I, conference. I really, and, I struggle with it. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's it's the, the 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 same NFC East mentality to me. When the, the Eagles are eliminated, you don't start rooting for the Giants and the Cowboys. Oh no, 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 no. no. I just I. Teams that you're yeah. competing against constantly, and, yeah. and I mean, you know, there's one guy that doesn't seem to have any problem with Landon Donovan. He seems fine though. If, uh, <sighs> nobody's writing us a check to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might wear that Mexico jersey for whatever they paid. <laughs> um. So yeah, and and Switzerland's been kind of an interesting yeah, team. I, I, I think they're they're a lot more fun than I thought they would be. They're, they're, they're you know they they. Kind of struggle to score a little bit, but they'll get yeah. their fight, man. They, I yeah. think they're they're there for the whole ninety minutes. Yeah, I thought they put up a, a really good fight against Brazil in the, the opening yeah. match, and they were, they were well within their rights to earn the draw. Oh, for sure, Brazil. I mean, I think Brazil took their foot off the yeah. off the pedal a bit in That's, that game. That Swiss Serbia game was very entertaining. Yeah, those are two very evenly matched teams, mm-hmm. and you know, to have an 89th minute winner, I thought that that was one of the the, the best games of the first round right. for me. And Croatia has been pretty fun. <laughs> Croatia's been yeah. very fun. <laughs> um, biggest disappointment for me, or one of, has been e- was Egypt. I expected a lot more. Yeah, and, and in a group where you thought that they could have made some noise. Yeah, and um, just to kind of capitulate. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I don't know the the news with Salah on that first game, but if he could have given you ten minutes, he should have. You, he yeah, given I mean, it if he if he's eighty percent, he was better than anybody out there for you. Yeah. in that match. And there's you know some off the field stuff's kind of leaking out about the national yeah, national team. Uh, so you know if anybody interested, definitely look that up. But uh, so there could have been a lot of distractions going on. But I was very disappointed in Egypt. I thought you know they've kind of worked so hard to get there, and you know the you know the league had you know was shut down for a couple of years with all the internal issues the country had, and just kind of get that all back together and get the national team in there. I thought you know at least they'd kind of go out there and. Yeah, they, prove something and it couldn't. It was, it was so that's a that's a not, big disappointment. So <laughs> yeah, it was a big disappointment. Costa Rica was a bit of a disappointment, especially I think they were good showing in, in the last World Cup. Yeah, I got you know no love for the Concacaf rivals, but you know at least they were, they were kind of an entertaining team last World Cup, and they they just kind of they were yeah, just kind of never here. looked like they were going to score. Yeah, they were just here to make up the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like. You know, I thought Taylor Navas had a had a good tournament. Yeah, but you, if your goalie is the guy that you're Calling yeah. out for having a good tournament. You've not had a good tournament <laughs> as a team, probably. Probably not. <clears throat> uh, so, any other uh, World Cup? Wait, what have you thought of Fox's coverage? <sighs> Makes me miss NBC. Yeah, that's the right answer. Uh, I, I think NBC is the best at it in this country. Yeah, I think they just got the they got the best announcers, best guys in the studio. Yes. There's such a good chemistry with everybody. Uh, you know, Arlo White's as good as there is yeah. in the world, probably. I, I mean, um, I thought JP has been okay. I think JP has been good. He's, he's JP. Uh, he's been exactly you know, what you expect from JP. I think it, Tony Miola sounds like he's going to fall asleep during every game. As much, I don't know if that's in Tony's wheelhouse being a color guy. No, he's just, he sounds boring. <laughs> and, he's so dull. And I know Miola's a bit of a folk hero and all that with the national team, but I, I don't know. You know, I think JP. JP's JP. He's 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 a pro. You, you could stick him anywhere, and he's gonna yeah. he's gonna call you a really good game. Yeah. And 
you know, as as we know, just listen to him with the union. But yeah, I don't, I don't think Miola's been great. I been impressed. No. I, I, In the studio, I, I think Kelly Smith's been good. He's been okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't like Alexi Lawless. I just... He's there for hot takes, and I'm done with hot takes. Yeah, like, and it's it's you know and they did you know and they brought in Martin O'Neill randomly. Martin O'Neill's been okay, <laughs> but he that but that's like a, their big that's like the big yeah. Oh, let's try this. Let's try Martin yeah. O'Neill. Um, uh, what's his name in there too? The other uh, they had another uh, Goose Hennig's been in. Yeah, Goose Hennig's was terrible, which is crazy because he's like a great coach, yeah, and he's, he's been in World Cups, yeah. and he's. You know he's coached in the Premier League. No, he's, you know. he's not a good commentator, though. It, it, it's and it really does bother me that they have a, a a tandem calling games from the studio that they they didn't send over a full complement of, mm-hmm. of of announcers. It's uh, I can't think of the play by play guy whoever's doing games with Warren Barton. Right, right. And you, sh- you the World Cup, and you're not investing enough to send two more guys over. To, it, it's to, funny. To cover. That's, I. I, I, I I heard an interview with I think he was the president of Fox Sports and said, "Well, this is the way. This is the way of things. We're not the only ones doing it. A lot of people are that, okay. If that's the way the world's going, I don't like it. No. And I, I think you get a lot more. And I, that's the criticism with the union I have. Yeah, that they don't. For, they, they don't send don't, their group to away games. Yeah, you know, they don't even send them like to the you know New York or DC half yeah. the time when it's just up can, up and down ninety five. Well, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, for the World Cup, I think you should. Yeah. You're Fox. You yeah. have the resources, you would think. Yeah. I mean, this is the the biggest event we have in our sport. Yeah. And if you're going to cover it, cover it right. Yeah. And, and I always thought ES, ESPN took a while, but they became a very good yeah. broadcaster of soccer. And I thought I think Bob Lee does a great job with the sport and as the studio guy. I, I'm a big fan of his in general. I think he does good work with ESPN. And you know they they had, they had a good mix of guys, and you know the NBC crew I think is as good as it gets. I agree. And and it would have been great if NBC had gotten it. And yes, we had Rebecca and the Robbies yes. and Arlo and yes, <laughs> I want that. And that and that I, I, gang. Want, I want them to take over for the knockout stage. Yeah, can, right. that, can we arrange that? That would be nice. So I'll get on the phone. I think I could. Yeah, set you that some, up. You got some people. I got people. Did you, uh, did, did you catch the 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 Stalin vacation home? I didn't see it live, but, but I've, you seen know it the, exists. I've seen the aftermath. That's one of those things. How's that get out of a meeting? Yeah. It's like, do you have to do any, that? Any piece that, that starts with the quote, think what you will about Joseph Stalin. There's there's no... The, and, and Russia has such a long, rich history. And, you know, I mean, what they're, they're kind of positioned in the world stage right now Yeah, is what it is. But if you're going... Through a historical perspective of there's Russia, there's no question that Stalin is a terrible person. you can't argue. I, I, I mean, that, that really bothered me. I, I don't know. That's one of those things. A lot of people have to say yes to for that to happen, yeah. and I don't know how that kind of got out of the meeting. And yeah. this Fox, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many stories you could have done. Yeah. Yep. There. Yep. And, and and I think that goes back to. Their coverage that they're they're, they're tr- really trying to do it for the masses, which is fine. But my opinion is, people know when they're being talked down to. Yeah, and people know when, like, even if you're like an average soccer fan that maybe watches the Premier League occasionally or just gets up for the World Cup every three, four years, every every four years, or you know, you're not a week in week out guy. You know when you're, you know, being spoken down to. And you know when people are presenting 
or dumbing it down to try to talk to you. I, I think it works better if you present the game as it is. People will catch up, yep. and people will start to learn because yep. they're uh, they're putting things together in their head. And I mean, it's how I learned how to watch the sport. I think it's how a lot of people learn to watch the sport, any sport really. I mean, yeah. even when you're a kid, you're watching baseball or, or, or football or hockey. You're learning the terms, and oh, that terms means this, and, and you kind of put it together in your head. And nobody's talking down to you. Yeah, and I, I just felt like the Fox felt like they had to push the coverage down, and it, it, that bugs me. Yeah, I mean. It's- I'm never a fan of their coverage ever, and the World Cup has just continued yeah. that for me. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about something rosier. Philadelphia Union? Philadelphia Union uh, coming off a big win on Sebastian Latou Day. Yeah. I have been to a lot of Union games. That was one of the most dominant performances I've ever seen a Philadelphia yeah. Union put in. They completed over 600 passes in that's that game. That's amazing. That's uh, And you know, it took and, a while, but Bork Dutchell is the guy they thought he would be. I don't want to say exactly that yet, but, but he's he pretty, looked, he he's looked, pretty he's looked close. pretty good over the last stretch, and he was terrific against Vancouver. Right. He, and Vancouver's I, a good team. They I mean, were on a six-game unbeaten streak yeah. going into that game. <laughs> and they, they literally look like a USL team. And they kind of forced, and they just self-destructed against yeah, the Union. Terrible. Pretty amazing. Um, yeah, it, it's a big win, and it's a, it was a big kind of emotional day for the team, you know, bringing back yeah, Seba. Yeah, I think they did right by Seba. I think the, the, the halftime ceremony was, yeah. was very nice. Um it's good, and it's the way it should be. Yeah, you know, after kind of the ups and downs he had with the with the franchise, that everybody's kind of made things right. Yeah, and that's the way it should be, and I can't think of anybody better to put up there. No, I for, for the first guy. No, absolutely um, not. A lot of the who, who's going to be the second guy. Uh, no one we know of yet. I don't think. <laughs> um, you know, maybe maybe in a decade, if uh, Austin Trusty is still hmm, here, maybe Andre Blake. Maybe Andre Blake. Yeah, so that's a name. Because he's, you know, he's putting in the service now, and he's yeah. playing at a very high level, and yeah. he's popular, and all those things. So, yeah, that that's the question: Who's the second guy? It'll be might, interesting. I might not even be a guy on the team yet. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's going to be a ways away. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, it, it's just it's interesting how this team is kind of coming together. I, I still don't know if they're the finished product yet, but they're starting to come together, and you're starting to see a style. This is a team that can move the ball now. Yeah, a lot you ha- better than we've seen in the past. Because you have Harris. We know what Harris can do. You know, getting the ball out off the back four, off the back four. Bedoya is with Dutch Kell there. He's able to play more his game, being kind of the hustler, to the guy to kind of you know give you good runs and kind of shuttle the ball around. Fafa is a second provider now from the left and kind of. Depending who you put on the right, either Epps or uh, El Senio, you're getting production out of that side. Yeah. Um, I still think striker is your biggest weakness. I agree. You know, and I, I said this to you before we started today. If if the union are committed to uh, both finishing in the playoff spots and showing the fans that they have a little bit of intent to be a better team, sign a striker. Sign a striker now. Get somebody to get goal. Put, put yeah, the ball in there. I, I don't think that CJ Sapong is is the answer or the future. I think Corey Burke is a young player who's very raw. I think a polished striker that can give you more than either of the guys that you have now mm-hmm. would go a long way to taking this team to another level. And I've I've been on here. I've been saying I want to see more Burke, more Burke, which I still do. But yeah, given given the choice from what we have, all yes. right. And I think he fits what the team can do. Better that you have a guy like Dutch Gell that wants to get the ball to people, 
that wants to get the ball at people's feet. Burke pl- plays better with the ball at his feet than CJ does. Yes, he does. He wants to kind of get he the can ball. Take people on. Yeah, he wants to get the ball, put his head down, run out of defense. And you know, CJ's back to goal guy, and and that's I, I think in a weird way without that number ten last year, where you had Harris kind of being the provider from deep and kind of hitting those long balls uh, up the field, that works for CJ's game better. With this shorter game they're playing now, that doesn't work for CJ's game. Like I don't think at all. Yeah. And it's funny, it doesn't really work for David Combs' game that well either. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I keep forgetting that he's on the team at this point. I, 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 I don't know what to do it's, about it's, that. It's, really, it's, it's amazing to me that the Union have gotten the success that they've had this season so far and to be in sixth place right now with virtually no production from a commerce of Pong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Sapong has the two goals. He's got the two goals. has none. N- none no in the assists. league. Yeah, none in the league. No, no, yeah, no the, assists. The, the, the PK against it, Richmond. Yeah, and like, he played pretty, pretty poorly, and that came outside of that PK. I, I, I don't know. That's the biggest mystery to me. I don't yeah. know what the, what the issue is with the calm. And, I don't know. And Curtin says he's part of our plans. If we're getting if we're going to the playoffs, we're going to need David to calm, but... I don't think that's true right now. <laughs> I mean, if if they're they're in sixth place with the team that they've been running out there, like I can't put him ahead of, of Fafa. I can't put him ahead no. of Epps. I can't put no. him ahead of Elsinio. And you know, I'm not the biggest Elsinio fan. I've gone, you know, I've said yeah, that. I agree. Fourth on the wing chart. But all of those guys are head playing head and shoulders better than a com. And I can't, you know, and I can't trust him to put him up top. No, because I don't know what I'm going to get from him if if, if it comes to that. Yeah. It's, it's such a. It's such a mystery. I was wondering if they were going to throw him on for a few minutes against Vancouver because they they were getting so much love down the right side, and Breck Shea looked like a cone. Right. <laughs> I thought the maybe just to to get the guy running, but it. I mean, it they didn't they didn't need him. Yeah, and it's just. I mean, I don't know what to do. What what kind of scenario you could put him in where he succeeds right now? Because it, it just nothing. There's just there's nothing there. No, it's it's crazy. It, it's it's uh, you know, for a guy that play has played as well in MLS as he's had in the last three four years, to just fall off the cliff like this is pretty, pretty amazing. It is. <laughs> it's, it's very it's very concerning, and you know, you know, I think the one point two million dollar Chicago guy, I think they're quite happy with that yeah. right now. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's you got go. a piece of paper over there. I do have let's a couple pieces of paper. Yeah. I got some uh, questions from our fans, fans, yeah, I guess, we or at fans. least people that follow us on Twitter. People that follow us on Twitter with some questions. Um, first one. This is coming from MK27 at MK27. Uh, his question is: With Dutch Kell hitting his stride near halfway point, near the halfway point of the season of a season-long loan. I should have read these before I you know, try to read it. <laughs> With no option to buy, and the sporting director who bought him on the way out, any idea what can ha- what we, uh, any idea what we can expect to happen? That is a great question. Yeah, that's and I wish I had the answer yeah. to that. I'd like to speculate that he'll become available, but apparently, I mean, from what we know, the the Chinese team paid a ton of money. for They paid him. a lot of money, and they played hardball with the union and get this loan th- done. Yeah. That. And I mean, I think he's still got a contract after this year when the loan is up. Um, the union are not going to pay a transfer fee from what we've seen of the Philadelphia Union. They they don't do it. They're not. And you'd have to think it's going to be a decently high the one. The Chinese team's probably going to ask top dollar for him. Yeah. 
I think they're kind of betwixt and between with this. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to, I'd like to say that he he'll be a guy that you could you could possibly keep mm-hmm. around, and I'd like to keep him around after what we've seen over the last little while. But I don't I don't know. I, I mean, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't see it. I'd be lying to you if I knew like the intricacies of the Chinese league of how these I don't deals. Know the are... intricacies of the league that we cover. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, it's not for lack of trying either. No, no, no. It, <laughs> it, it's it, it's the, the rules can be a bit opaque. Um, Right now, I don't know of a scenario where the union can keep him without forking over buku dollars to, yes. to the, the team in China. I, I agree with that, and I, I don't see a way for him to, to be here next year. Um, yeah, and again, we don't. And we don't know who the uh, sporting director is yet. Who's going to come in? You know, we uh, we have we've speculated. We know a couple of names we'd like to see here, but the whoever comes in, the financial situation I don't think changes much, if at all. No, um, Fisher and that, still owns the team. It's a big, big, big concern. So, uh, did you see a picture of Sugarman with the? With Hugh Jackman and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you sent it to me. Oh, uh, I did send it to you. Okay, I don't know if you were still, you know, no, floating. I responded. Da- floating down the, you know, in the front. Well, it was like a <laughs> forever. That was like a forever ago. But, but I, <laughs> that I just, was a really interesting thing. I had no idea that he was so involved in uh, the building up of Asbury Park I know. over the last ten years. The, the, and to see a picture with Springsteen. Yeah, and I st- I stick by what I emailed you. Uh, I'm actually sad that you didn't reply, which was I bet Jay Sugarman is a born to run Springsteen fan, and that he's never heard of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That's that's um, that's an even bet. I, I, I think you're probably right on that. And Nebraska is the best Bruce Springsteen, album, right? As we all know. <laughs> um, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so that's my Dushkel take. Nebraska is the best Springsteen. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to uh, Andrew Dillon, who's uh, definitely follows us a lot on Twitter and responds to things we do. So thank you, Andrew, for popping up there uh, with the U's recent run of league form and current playoff position, coupled with uh, Open Cup quarterfinal match looming uh should they prioritize one over the other or try to balance both competitions another great question um i think they have such a really good path to the final for the open cup yeah because you're playing orlando it's the best chance to win a trophy yeah you're playing orlando who's in flux and you have a chance you could play another usl team in the next round yeah um I mean, I, I think what you've seen from the Philadelphia Union over the last five years with the Open Cup, having made the final twice, they've never sent out what anybody would consider a B team in the tournament. No, they really they, have. They take it very seriously. They they run out most of their first team squad um, with with a couple of of changes here and there. Um, but I, I think that's what you're going to continue to see. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know if it's if it's the best plan or not, I don't know. But Jim Curtin runs out this team. Yeah, that he runs the same team he most of the time. He doesn't rotate a ton. Um, usually, only when he's forced to, he yeah. will. I, I don't want to think that they'll prioritize one over the other, and I think you'll see the first team in both both competitions. Yeah. And like I said, I, I think the Open Cup is is the best chance for the Union to win. A and I think team. I think you have a pretty clear path. Yeah. I think that the path, you know, Orlando's in disarray. Yeah, they haven't hired a coach yet. Even I don't think they have. No, no. and uh, well, how, how about the the shine going off of Jason Christ. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was a couple of years ago. They were talking about him as a future U S men's dance. Right. Team not manager. so much right now. No. <laughs> I still think he's probably a good coach. I think he'll get pop up somewhere, chance. but I, I think he slipped down a tier. Yeah. You would have to, you would have to think. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think they, they go out there and they, they just go out there and try to win whenever they can. And yeah. I, I don't think they – because you're in a playoff team. So, I, I, you know, if they were at, in ninth spot, I'd say maybe that would color a little bit what, they, what they're doing. But they're in the playoffs position and they're in the quarterfinal. I think they're going to go out there and just run these guys out there yeah. and do whatever they can to win. I agree. Uh, uh, here's a good question. This is from Dr. Evil. Oh, yeah, Doctor Evil. Uh, although it's nice, it's nice to develop talent to sell to Europe for the for the team. I keep talking about developing I guess, the academy guys, and uh, are we starting to see the see fans not buy into that strategy with the crowds looking sparse? Sob used to claim the Sons of Ben used to claim five thousand members. Now the section looks half full. How will how how low will the crowds have to go for a change in strategy? I think. This is just me. Um, whoever comes in as a sporting director, I think, might correct the strategy a little bit and kind of live in the here and now more than Ernie has done, where Ernie emphasized moving guys up through the academy and kind of facilitating that pipeline. And that's probably when he leaves, that's going to be his legacy and his biggest contribution is streamlining the process. I think whoever comes in next, again, it's tough to say because you don't know who it's going to be and the finances being what, you know, financial situation being what it is. I do think whoever comes in next might live in the here and now a little more. I'd like to think so. Um, you know, I, I think to, to go back to the original question from Twitter, the the attendance, I think, is more of a reflection over the past couple of years than it is what's going on this year. Yeah. I, th- I think the team has been very disappointing over the last span. Um, they did not start this year that well. Um, and, you know, I, I said this in the press box uh, on the game on Saturday, even after the, the big win. We've seen this show before. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Union make a run in the midsummer and then fall short. Fall short in the end. Uh, even two years ago when they made the playoffs, completely backing into the playoffs mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. seven winless games. Um, so I, I think the, the attendance is, is more, more has to do with what has happened over the last couple of years rather than the, the thing that's going on now with the youth movement. I, I think the way to bring people back is to win, win games and, and to be a competitive team. I think it goes back to what I was saying about the Fox coverage. People, <clears throat> people aren't dumb. They know when they're getting talked down to and they know when they're kind of getting sold something. And I, I think maybe a lot of people projected this when Ernie came on. They thought, oh, Ernie's here. We're going to take off. And that never really happened. And I think that said, well, you know, we look kind of the same as we did under Hackworth and Sakevich. We're kind of doing the same things. We're slightly more successful. But. You know, if, if we're, like you said, we've seen this before. If they're just going to keep doing the same thing, and last year, which was completely unacceptable to me, was going through the window and not making a move. Yeah, and I, 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 I think that you know that told you a lot what you needed to know about what you know the mindset of this team. I really, I, I really do believe what I said earlier. If if you want to send out a, a notice of intent right now that this team is going to be competitive for the rest of this season and going forward, go out and sign a striker. You're a striker light right now. Mm-hmm. It's a very important position. Um, 
you need someone to score goals. You only play with one of them in the formation that you have. You need another one. You're, you're to, striker to, short. To steal a line from our good friend John Tannenwald, if you put Dom Dwyer on the Union, how much of a, how different of a team is the Union? Yeah, with everything, all the pieces around that that midfield around, and where you have people that could move the ball and be providers. You have a guy, a guy that can finish like Dom Dwyer on that team, on, on the Union. How different are yeah. they? They're they're so much different. Yeah, I I think make that move. I think that's that's a signal of intent. Yeah, for sure. Um, one more question it is from everybody's favorite account, Union Hulk. I'm not even going to attempt to do what he does here. Although he t- <laughs> he tagged uh, Metz Ozil in this, uh, as well as Alexi Lawless and Immersa Pilla in this. <laughs> In the, what a trio! In the, but the, the the gist of it is, you know, all these, you know, with Germany and such, these World Cup teams kind of bowing out. Is there a chance any of these players head to MLS and or the Union? Uh, no, no, maybe. No, <laughs> they'll, they'll think Messozil is going to play for the Union. I don't want Messozil. You're an Arsenal fan. Tell me, do you want Messozil? He'd be great on the Union. So? <laughs> He'd be great at MLS. I, think, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he would. Um, just, a, just I say kinda, that, that that disinterest Messozil would would show up more. It may. I don't know. It may, or he could just have I'm, fun, I'm, I'm never... just kind of knocking goals in. Um, yeah. Uh, I I don't know if World Cup. Um, plus, plus, and we saw this four years ago with the Rice and Bowley. Um, <laughs> the World Cup inflates prices, if anything, it it and that's does. not really the time to 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 buy. You know, guys coming off of World Cups have had good World Cups. It, it you know. I mean, look at a guy like even Jaime Rodriguez, who struggled to live up to his price tag and what he did in in 2014. I mean, he's playing well this year again in, in the World Cup, but you know he's a fine player, but kind of yeah. the expectations were set so high with his price and his World Cup and all that that it, it, it's a tough time to to buy. Yeah, you know? I don't. I don't know. You know, I think you know. I think if there are good players available, the that teams should go after them. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anyone specific bowing out of the World Cup that no, I can foresee coming nobody. to MLS or Philadelphia Union. <laughs> nobody in, on the German team. I mean, oh, probably Mas not. Salah's not coming to the Union. No, no seems unlikely. Still, <laughs> staying at Liverpool. I, th- I think he'll, uh, he'll stay at Liverpool. Okay. Gabriel Gomez isn't coming back. That might happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I digress. Um, so that was the Twitter questions. Thank you all for submitting them. We'll try to do this again. It's always fun to yeah. hear from the people. Well, I think you have an interesting game coming up this weekend, traveling to LAFC, uh, a team that you've never played before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a it's a chance to show people how real you are. Yeah. Um, and they don't have you know they don't have Vela Vela's in the World Cup playing you know being one yeah. of the better players in the World Cup yeah, quite been, frankly he's been very good um, unlucky not to score yeah yeah but he's been you know I mean he was the guy that ran the show against Germany for sure yeah um but I, you know I think you you've had a couple of high profile matches over the last month or so the game in Atlanta is is hard to take anything away because you played for seventy right. minutes with nine men. Um, yeah, even so, even so, my my thing with that Atlanta game, well. you you only gave up one goal in the run of play. Yeah. I mean, you, there was two penalties. One was, and, you know, and the first one wasn't even a penalty, right? <laughs> I, I don't really like that Atlanta team. Um, um, that, that drove me nuts. And there was people like on Twitter like breaking that down, like it was a superlative film. Like, well, if you see his foot, the shoelace hits here, and 
<laughs> if you've if you've watched Joseph Martinez play it all the season, the guy goes down so easy. Right. Every game. Right. You and, know, and, if if I was a Philadelphia Union when Atlanta comes here in a week and a half or so from now, I'd kick the hell out of him. Right. That would be my game plan because yeah. he's gonna go down. Make him earn it. He's go- <laughs> yeah. He's gonna go down. He's gonna roll around. He's gonna get your yellow carded. Get your money's worth. Yeah. Make him earn it. <laughs> for, for real. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, and it's such a stage out there in LA. I got to say, the stadium looks lovely. The stadium looks great on TV. Yeah, if any stadium I've seen, kind of watching, yeah. watching on TV, huh. that's like one of the few stadiums I've said I got to go to that. Yeah, stadium. that place looks right. great. I, I think we'll have to get the full the full recap from from Matt to George. Yeah, for for sure, we'll for sure. We'll have the LA stadium story. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a big it's a big gut check for this team to travel. And they haven't, you know, they still haven't traveled great. No, they, they get, definitely not. Yeah, you know, they did get the one road win so far this year. Yeah. Um, if they could get a second road win, if they could get the extra three points that they didn't get last year, I think that goes a long way. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. You know, I think you have an interesting stretch. You have L.A. away, and then you have Atlanta back here again. Mm-hmm. Um, Two very tough games. Yeah. I mean, if you get four points out of that, that's I mean, great. I'd, I'd love to see the Union fans show up for the game against Atlanta, too. Yeah. Um, after after what happened to Philadelphia down there a couple of weeks ago, I'd, I'd love to see the Union fans show up and make it a pretty hard place for yeah. Atlanta to play. Yeah, I mean that's that's a tough place in Atlanta to play. Just yeah, it would be great to get that that kind of cauldron feel back to yeah. The town. When, that, when when that stadium is full and it's as rocking as anyway. Yeah, uh, but I, I still go back to that goal Cleverson scored against Toronto yeah. when I'm in the press box and the press box starts swaying back and forth. Mm-hmm. That place could get like, and it was even it was just as loud. It was a corner kick right before that, and it was just as loud. Yeah, you know when that that place wants to be, it's it's as loud as it could be as loud as anywhere. It's not the biggest crowd, but they get going, they get going. Yeah, and even with some of the smaller crowds, they could, they could get full throated and they could get loud. And yeah, it would be it would be great. We haven't had a good atmosphere this year. Uh no, you know, I'm, the, I'm trying the, to think. The atmosphere I think, was pleasant against Vancouver. I think the DC game might have been the best crowd. I think because that was the first yeah. game where the weather broke and it was sunny and nice, and the good crowd came out. And you know, I was kind of disappointed in the crowd for the Red Bulls game in, in the Cup. I was hoping. Oh yeah, it was only about five thousand people. Yeah, and it's it's. I know it's a Cup game, but it's Red Bulls, and it's like the ticket prices are slashed, and yeah. you know, all 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 that stuff, and free parking. It's it's. You were kind of hoping. You know, it's a, it's your rival. It's one of your you know, yeah, couple big rivals in a cup match. Um, so I was a little disappointed in that crowd, but yeah, yeah I mean, like I said, we've been talking about this like better part of two and a half years now with the with the stadium. So away to LAFC eight o'clock on Saturday. Do they mm-hmm. get do they get a point? Um, I think they can. I think they've. Played well enough. Harris isn't back yet. Is Harris nice. suspended for this one? He'll be yeah. back for Atlanta. Um, ironically, but I think he might have something to prove. But in that you one. know, this could be this would be this is a good game for Warren though if he starts. Yeah, this I is agree. a good game, and he was very a, good against Vancouver. It's, it's a road game. You're going to need a guy that's going to go out there and be physical and chase the ball down and and kind of frustrate and break up plays. I thought, and I thought he, he did. That. I thought he did. Exactly what he was asked against Vancouver, which yeah. was recover the ball a lot and then not pass it too much. Right, right. I mean, that's that's <laughs> know, know what your strengths are. Yeah. Stick with them. Get the I, ball. I won the ball. Give it to Alex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get the ball. <laughs> give it to Bedoya and let yeah. Bedoya. Is Boric available? Give it to Boric. Right, right, exactly. And then and he's kind of a smart, crafty player at this point in his career that he he knows yeah, he's a pain he, to play against. He knows that's what his role is, yeah. and you know he's a good he's 
He chases the ball, and he's a good, as good a ball pursuer as there is out there. And yeah, I, I think this is a good game for him. Uh, so I don't think, even though Harris is out, you're going to lose that passing. But you gain that defense, and you gain that that presence in the midfield that that you're going to need in in a tough road game and a yeah. tough at, another tough I atmosphere. Agree. It's, it's not the worst game to have to have Harris miss and start Warren. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be mildly optimistic. So I'm gonna say one one. I was gonna say one one. Okay, one 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 against LAFC and the Bob Bradley crew. Yeah, so I'll take it. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll wrap it up on that. Yeah, I think so. I want to thank. Uh, great to have Mike Schiavetti back. Good to be back. Uh, back in the saddle. Uh, I want to thank everybody that submitted some questions on Twitter. Uh, hope to do that again soon. Uh, and uh, enjoy the World Cup, and we'll catch you next week.